Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, founder of Purposefully Living, where your passion meets God's purpose. I believe God created you for a purpose. So why not purposefully live every day of your life by embracing your uniqueness and walking in the fullness of who Christ created you to be? Hi, y'all. It's Latrice Bartley with Purposefully Living. I am so excited to be with you today. It is another episode of Mindset Monday, another opportunity I get to encourage you in your faith in the Word of God. And listen, it is my opportunity to just share with you and encourage you to get fit, to get focused, intentional, and tenacious about God first, goal second. You heard me, God first, goal second, get fit. Because at the end of the day, getting fit is not just working this natural body, getting slim and trim, but it is an inside out process. And I believe it starts with God. I love in Timothy, it talks about, listen, workouts in the gymnasiums are great. Going to the gym is good, but it says a life after righteousness, after godliness, that is going to have double value. Not only is it going to keep you healthy in, in this earth, but it has eternal value. So I want to encourage you today to get fit. So if you are new, just follow it on to my channel, my podcast that I already introduced myself. I am the CEO and founder of Purposefully Living, which is simply my way and it leads right into where I'm going today. It is our founding scripture is always in Proverbs 3 five through six. And I, it's actually part of today's uh, encouragement for you, but it reminds us to not lean to your own understanding. I love the message version because it reminds us to listen for God's voice. Don't trust in yourself, but listen for God's voice in all that you do. And so that's what Purposefully Living is all about. It is recognizing that God created you on purpose and for a purpose. And so why is Mindset Monday important? Because I don't know about you, but every day, every day, I need the Lord. I need the Holy Spirit to guide me and navigate me. I don't care if it's the same Monday with the same meeting, with the same children, same homeschool schedule. It doesn't matter. It is yet another day to say, Holy Spirit, how are we going to do this together? Because he may want to do something new, even in your same. So I just want to encourage you that purposefully living begins by surrendering, acknowledging, and allowing Holy Spirit to lead and guide you throughout this week, throughout your day. So I want to jump right in. Today's encouragement, I um, titled it, Keep the main thing, the main thing. Keep the main thing, the main thing. And this has been really, really, really um, a message in my heart for this season. I've said it in a couple of, of um, uh, different groups that I'm a part of. And whenever it seems like I'm asked to say something, that's what keeps just like rate, just alarming in me. Keep the main thing, the main thing. And I want to start out with Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, but I first want to read it in a message version. And this is what it says in the message version. It says, don't assume, I'm sorry, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. 
Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God, run from evil. Your body will glow with health and your very bones will vibrate with life. For those of you that's trying to get your body right, you know, maybe you on the elliptical every day and you run in the miles and it might be that there's an inside outwork. I'm gonna leave that alone, but it might be the Bible said it getting his word, talking to the Lord, it'll even get your body glowing. It'll get your bones straight. It'll cleanse you out. All right. And then here's where I want to go. It says, honor God with everything you own. Give him the first and the best. Give him the first and the best. And I know a lot of times we look at that scripture in terms of our tithe and our offerings and our income, but I want you to just stay with me for a minute. I, I'm talking about keeping the main thing, the main thing. And I want to charge you today to honor God with everything you own, your time, your business, your marriage, your children, your home, honor God. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Keep him at core. That's what God first, goal second is all about, okay? Give him the first and the best. But let's go into the Amplified version. The Amplified version says, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding in all your ways. No, I love this version for this. It says no and acknowledge and recognize. No, y'all know where I'm going. It's my one of my scriptures for the season. Those that know their God will be strong and do exploits. And we love that scripture and we like to jump on it, but you don't get the strength. You don't do the great exploits if you don't know your God. There's something about knowing him, okay? And it says here in this passage in the Amplified, it says in all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your path straight and smooth removing obstacles that block your way um i want to go back when i'm talking about keeping the main thing the main thing um i was asked in a group and when i was just charging some of the women that was my thing keep the main thing the main thing what am i talking about Silence the distractions. Keep your eyes on the Lord. The scripture, the word of the Lord reminds us that those that keep their mind on Jesus, when we keep our mind on him, he will keep us in perfect peace. But it matters what your mindset is. What your When I'm talking about mindset Monday, that sounds great, right? No, I'm not here to make you feel good. No, your mindset matters. How you think is how you're gonna walk it out, okay? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So our mindset is important, which is why Romans 12 and two reminds us that daily, we have to renew our mind. Just dealing with life, looking at the news, being a part of things is enough, but we got to get back in his word and say, hold on, I got to keep the main thing, the main thing, and I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but in keeping the main thing, the main thing, it is really recognizing God first. In every aspect of our life, honoring God with everything we own, giving him our best. And I want to talk about honor because this is something that has been ringing. Um, our first lady charged us not too long ago about honor. It's like I've been reading about honor. It just seems like God is just putting this back before us. And I want to encourage you to honor God. It's, it's so good to say God first, go second. You know, I you, you you all been to them churches. You know, I give honor to the Lord who's the head of my life. Is he? Is he? 
When when trials arise, is he the first you call or do you call your mother or or the bank or whoever? Is he really the head? But this scripture reminds us, and I want to charge you not just in your monies, but in everything, in everything, give him your first and best. If you're homeschooling, get, come to him. God, how do I show up as the teacher, as the wife, as the business owner, as the employee? I want to serve. I want to keep the main thing, understanding that I have influence in this area. Okay. So honor I love this scripture, particularly it speaks about honor. And it says in first Samuel two and 30 new living translation it simply says, but I will honor those who honor me. So there's some favor there. God himself is saying, I will honor now to put in context. This was a passage where God was talking to Eli because here's the problem. His sons was desecrating. I mean, he, they were just doing all kinds of things in the temple and Eli was like, listen, letting them know you're going to die. Not only are your sons just wreaking havoc in the temple, they have no respect, the things that they're doing. But in that same passage, it says, but I will honor those who honor me. And I will despise those who think lightly of me. When we think of honor, honor means high respect, great esteem, fulfill or keep an agreement. In other words, God first. And I'm still talking about keeping the main thing, the main thing. When I say keep the main thing, the main thing, what is significant? What is of most important? And listen, we are in a time where there are so many distractions. We are getting ready to go into, we already know election is coming and we got all the things that's coming on social media, killings, death. It's just so much. And I want to charge you today to keep the main thing, the main thing. In other words, what is significant? When you rise up, if social media, your Instagram feed and how many likes, if that's what's made, because you might say that God is the hair, but when you roll over, if you're picking up your phone to get on Instagram or to check um, the stats on all this, uh, whatever happened on TV or the games, or that that's what is the main thing. It's not him. Even those little things, y'all, just recognize. And listen, I'm telling you where I used to live. And I remember God convicted me. And I began to say, God, I want to give you the first fruits of my day. I want to give you. And y'all, please understand, that does not mean legalistic. It doesn't mean, well, I need to check the box. I need an hour before I can do. It just might mean before your feet hit the bed, you saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you that I got breath. Thank you that before I pick up the phone and get on to do God, I just want to say thank you. Lord, I thank you that you opened my eyes. It wasn't the, the neighborhood that I'm standing in, but it was your mercies and your grace that kept me. Lord, I thank you. It's keeping the main thing, understanding that I'm here for a purpose. And God, when I wake up in the morning, I want to give you glory. As I go about my day, showing up on the job, whatever God has blessed and assigned your hands to do, understanding that we got to stay focus. We have to concentrate and not be distracted by just the common things. Y'all, everything that I'm even talking about distractions are not bad things. Getting sometimes the phone calls, but you got to know how to sometimes. I just had to do that this weekend. For most of the weekend, my phone was on do not disturb and I'm in it. And listen, had some close friends call, wanted it, but I, there was something I needed an audience with God. And sometimes you got to just know how to keep the main thing, silence the background noise, even if it's for a moment. But I'm talking about 
literally as we're going through this next phase, we're already in the last quarter to really keep the main thing. And that is Jesus Christ at the core, understanding that there are so many things vying for our attention. Do not get preoccupied with elections, culture, accumulating wealth, climbing the corporate ladder. But when I'm saying we must keep the main thing, we have to remember that Jesus is God's solution to this world. And we are supposed to be ambassadors for Christ. So when we're talking about keeping the main thing, we got to know we hold the answer. We can't be so comfy. Oh my God, what are we going to do? The election that you sitting around with the ungodly trying to ponder, but you have hope. You know the answer. You, what do you mean? What, how are you confused? How are you overwhelmed? Why are you confused? Because the, we got to know the signs of the time. So God needs us to be a light in this world. Please don't get so confounded with making money and, and leveling up and doing all the things that we forget the main thing. Could your business that God gave you be an answer to a solution? A kingdom answer. A kingdom solution. Y'all, so I want to charge you to keep the main thing, the main thing. To keep your eyes and your focus on Jesus. Wake up and ask God, Lord, Holy Spirit, what are we doing today? Is there anything that you want to say? Is there anything that I need to be aware? Is there anyone that you want me praying? Don't just go to the job. Yes, in your director, CEO, COO position. But ask God, is there anything? Is there anyone that I need to be praying? There could be an employee that's sitting before you that's suicidal that you don't even know. And Holy Spirit say, take them out to lunch. Y'all, but if we are so caught up on our, our priorities and, and this, that we don't even just take moments to invite Holy Spirit into our day, into our schedules, into our marriage, we will miss the reason why we're here, and that is to be a light in a dark world. I love Philippians 3 and 20 Amplified. It says, but we are different because our citizenship is in heaven. And from there, we eagerly await the coming of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Then I love 2 Timothy 2 and 4. This is what it says. Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life. For then they cannot please the officer who enlisted them. When I'm saying keep the main thing, the main thing, we got to remember that we're living in this world, but we're not of this world. We got dual citizenship. Think about that. When If you had dual citizenship, you a citizen of the United States of America, and maybe you a citizen in um, Italy or wherever. You got to, you got to know where you at, right? You got to know you can't get over Italy trying to do U.S. up. That could land you in jail. You can't get over here doing that. You got to know where you're at. Y'all, we have to be aware that this is not our home. We have dual citizenship. So we're here for a purpose. So we don't want to get so confused. You know, we the family members that we should be reaching, we're not speaking to them because they're not voting the way we feel like they should win. What? That's not keeping the main thing the main thing. Who cares? Vote your conviction. And, and that's it. That's a personal matter. At the end of the day, whether it's, it don't matter who, do y'all read the Bible? I think about, we get so upset, you know, with Biden doing this and this one doing this. I think about in um, uh, Pharaoh, I, I never forget when I was reading that whole story of Moses' friend, um, God's people, but specifically it said, and God hardened his heart. 
God, y'all, we forget that. Listen, God is doing more than one thing. He's not surprised by the state of our affairs. He's not surprised. But we have to also remember when we remove him, when choices are made, this is where we live. But I want to charge you to keep the main thing, the main thing, because you have influence. Instead of trying to figure out what they're going to do and what, they're not your God. You know the sovereign God, you know, Elohim, you know, the one who's able to do anything. So let's focus. Let's concentrate on the matters at hand. We are here to be light in a dark world, not to put our mouth on everything. Y'all, if we are confused, what hope does the world have? It is time to keep the main thing, the main thing by turning our face to the wall and beginning to pray and intercede for our country, our children, our marriages. Y'all, if we get distracted by our everyday life and the money and the things and the problems and the obstacles, listen, we will miss it. We will miss what God has called us to. Yes, we're going to go through things. And even through that, we really do have to count it all joy. We got to still keep up and know the word of God that this is part of walking with Christ is also suffering with him, y'all. So listen, I want to encourage you that we cannot um, get loose, get distracted, okay? And when I'm talking about this, this is why I really wanted to focus on, so what are we supposed to be doing? If we're keeping the main thing, the main thing, we got to begin to pray, intercede, y'all, for our country and our children. The word intercede means intervene on behalf of another, mediate, to act on behalf of someone in trouble. If you didn't know it, our world is in trouble. Our marriages are in trouble. Our children are in trouble. And I thought about, when I thought about intercession, how powerful it is, but guess what? It's sacrificial, right? It's easy to talk about stuff. It's easy to put our mouth, but who's praying for Biden? Who's praying for Trump? They got souls, whether you like them or not. We are the light. We are the ones that are professing God, right? So we got to keep the main thing. That's distraction. How can you be a light? How can your light shine? How can you show the love of God? And so y'all, I want to encourage you. I thought about Abraham when he was going, when God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and Abraham petitioned God, he intercedes for Sodom. Um, but I want to read this passage to you before I discuss that specific passage. I want to read this whole part. It says, then the man got up from their meal and looked out towards Sodom. As they left, Abraham went with them to send them on their way. This is God. Should I hide my plan from Abraham, the Lord asked? For Abraham will certainly become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth will be blessed through him. I have singled him. In another verse, it says, in another translation, it says, I have chosen him. But this version says, I have singled him out so that he will direct his sons and their families to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. Then I will do for Abraham all that I have promised. So he's getting ready to destroy this city. And he said, should I, should I talk to, should I um, share with Abraham what I'm getting ready to do? Because he got, we know the story. Like Abraham was a friend of God. And he said, I've singled him out. You know, I'm going to bless him. But I thought it was very interesting in this passage. It says, 
I have singled him out so that he will direct his sons and their families in the way of the Lord, teaching them what is right and just. Then I will do for Abraham all that I have promised. So then he begins to tell Abraham of his plan. And we know the story that Abraham begins to go and say, oh my Lord, you know, will you destroy the, the righteous with the wicked? What if there's 50, 40, it got all the way down right and so why am i talking about this i wanted to point out that god had chosen abraham and he had a promise over his head but i noticed that in that passage it says i have singled him out so that abraham would do something this scripture reminds us that we have a responsibility here on earth to live a life as unto christ we too like abraham want the promises without the process we want the promises without our part but it said that abraham was to teach his children he was to instruct his family and could it be that the world is the way because we need parents and husbands and wives to come back home and do what god was talking about with abraham we got to come home and and keep the main thing the main thing and begin to become pastors in our home and put the word of god in our children deuteronomy 11 18 through 19 says fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads teach them to your children talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road when you lie down and when you get up listen in other words all day long you ought to be getting the word of god in your children y'all and i love I want to read it to you in the message version. I love how this read. This is what the message version says. It says, place these words on your heart. Get them deep inside of you. Tie them on your hands and foreheads as a reminder. Teach them to your children. Talk about them wherever you are, sitting at home or walking in the street. Talk about them from the time you get up in the morning until you fall into bed. Y'all. This is the word of the Lord. And so I'm talking to you today about keeping the main thing, the main thing, because our focus must be on the things of God. We cannot get so distracted that we're forgetting. We're looking out. We're leaving our children to social media and video games, and they are becoming desensitized by guns, shooting and blowing off hands. Listen, I'm not saying video games is bad, but I'm just saying there's got to be some parameters, some boundaries. They're becoming... This is almost brainwashing them that a shootout is like, what? That's what we play with. That it's all, they don't even have a filter to know what's real and what's not. Y'all, as parents, we have to become come back home and become the pastors of our home. We got to be begin to keep the main thing, the main thing. So y'all, I wanted to encourage you today that we are in perilous times. And if we don't keep our focus, if we don't forget that we are not just in this world, but we're not of it. We have the answer. We are created in Christ Jesus. We are the ones that are supposed to be living and saying, hey, I know how I, 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 I know the answer. I know the solution and begin to show that and demonstrate that with our life, not just in words. I started out talking about honor 
which is something that we have lost in our country and in generations. We put our mouth on everything, y'all. It's, it's just awful. But I want to encourage you to give God your best. It's time that we begin to pray. Do you hear me? The prayers of the righteous availeth much. They can change atmospheres. Our prayers can change doctor's diagnosis. Our prayers can regulate minds. Our prayers can heal. Our prayers, if we would begin to honor God by turning our face back and saying, God, what you love, I love. What you hate, I'll hate. And in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, in the Amplified Version, this is what it says. It says, if my people, think about that. He didn't say if sinners. He didn't say if the world. He talking to us. He said, if my people, if my people who are called by not my name would humble themselves and pray and seek and I love the Amplified Version because hear what it says. Crave, require as a necessity my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear them. Who's craving the presence of the Lord? Who's craving one word from God? Who's craving to say, God, this world, I know you have the answer. I'll get on my face. I'll fast. I'll pray. I'll turn my face from my child. I know that you can show me. I'll be the one who's craving him as a vital necessity. But he said, if we would do that, he said, I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal the land. So we're looking unto presidents. We getting amped up about political and who we going to vote for and who we don't like and who they not the answer. Jesus is the answer. You have the answer. Why are you looking to them? Why are you expecting a great change? And then you looking on what happened the last seven years. What? They not going to be able to do that. They not the answer, y'all. But the Bible reminds us that as believers, we have to show up. We have to remind, be reminded that we are not of this world. We are, we got dual citizenship. There's a different kingdom that we are um, representing. So when I talked about Abraham, and the power of intercession. This morning, I was reading this book that I've never read. I'll be honest, I haven't. I have never read the book of Amos. I, I've read a couple verses out of it, specifically chapter 9. But I sat and read through Amos. And this book was small but powerful. Because in the book of Amos, um, it reminds us that sometimes as the people of God, we want... Uh, or shoot, even people, God, everybody, they want kingdom benefits without kingdom lives. But you see in here, Amos is prophesying and there's visions and there's conversation. It's just a, a really good book. But specifically, I noticed in chapter seven, we have the same situation like Abraham. The Lord was calling for judgment, but in response to and, um, Amos's prayers in several verses, it says the Lord relented. Think about that. In verse two, it said the Lord relented. Then there was a second vision where the Lord was getting ready to call for judgment by fire. And Amos pleaded with the Lord and the Lord relented. I'm, I'm sharing that because do you know the authority we have? If we would keep the main thing, the main thing, our prayers can change our neighborhoods. Our prayers can change the trajectory of marriages and families and our children. But who is praying? Who is con concerned? And the thing that I really loved about this passage, like Abraham, it's a privilege that God would show his plans to a kingdom man. These were kingdom men. 
Abraham, like literally in the passage, it says, should I tell him? And it's like he talks about what he's going to do for Abraham. And the same with Amos. These were kingdom men that God showed his plans to. And both men understood the power of saying, have mercy, Lord. They began to intercede and plead with God. Do we even care about the plans of God? Who's asking? This is so, this is so mind-blowing because God was letting them know the faith. Who is turning their wall to say, God, I know this is the area. I know they're doomed for destruction, but have mercy. That's the power of intercession, y'all. And so I want to encourage you. Now is the time. I was just reading and sharing with my husband. I'm going to end about the, the thing. I, I just happened. I rarely, I'm going to be honest. I rarely look at the news. My husband keep me updated. Um, I, I'm bad with it. Like hurricane could be coming. I, I'm not saying boasting that that's wise, but it is what it is. I just don't. And so I just happened every now and then I'll swipe over my phone, try to catch up on the world news, local news. And I saw the whole thing in Seoul, South Korea with 150 people dead off of a crushing. And it, I couldn't even wrap my brain around it. I was like, well, what was the space like? And, you know, I was talking through it. My husband, 150 souls. Did they know Jesus? I don't know. But y'all, then I'm looking at on world news, a, a father and his daughter is being attacked because she plays soccer and a transvestite comes into the locker room and she's uncomfortable and goes to the principal and they want her to write a letter and apologize. I'm sorry. You can feel how you feel, but I can feel how I feel. I don't have to accept that. It doesn't mean that I hate you. It doesn't mean I don't hate gays, don't hate transvestites, but I'm going to stand on the word of God. This is literally real things. You can change my day. What you going to be? You can love men and women today love and, and be married tomorrow. That, that change. And we don't understand the problem of that mindset being entered into our daughter's locker room with someone. Why she feels uncomfortable that a male that is dressed. In, are you kidding me? And she's being attacked and told to write a letter. And y'all don't understand that it's praying time. If you don't keep the main thing, the main thing, y'all, it is not only is the, the body of Christ being attacked, but you're going to have to make a decision what side you're going to stand on. Where this world is going, you either going to stand for something or fall for everything. You know, to serve Christ, to live for Christ, you're going to be attacked. But it doesn't matter. I'm still going to put my foot on God. And so I just want to encourage you today. It is time to keep the main thing. We have to, it can't just be y'all that we love to, you know, just boasting Matthew um, 6 and 33. It can't just be our tagline, our t-shirt business. You know, seek the kingdom of God. God first, go second, and live righteously. No, are you really doing it? More than looking to the political leaders and the council members, you ought to be saying, no, I know a God. That with I, just two of us getting a grant, we can change. There's an authority that the people of God, but who's asking God to reverse? Who's asking God to show forth the plans? Who's seeking the face of God to say, Lord, show me how to help this next generation. Show me how to be a light in my neighborhood. Right where you are, there's influence. Right where you are, 
Your smile is needed on your neighborhood, which could open up a door. You know, really preparing our children with the word of God. They don't have time to be on social media. Just like Deuteronomy said, you need to be talking them morning, noon, and night because they're dealing with real life things. I was just telling my husband, I said, we're going to do role play. What, what is it like? Prepare my mouth. If, uh, if a guy come up to him and say, I, I really like you. you, you cute. That's where we at. What do I tell him to say? If God be before me, you can be. No, I need to really prepare him for a response because the devil is bold. And while we as parents Netflixing it, they on social media. Then when the child come home and declare who they are and what they not, we sit here like, now you want to call on the elders and everybody to pray. No, do your work. Cut the TV off. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Start in your home. Be the light. Be the representation. Begin to put the word of God in our children so that they will be able to stand in a hard space. So I just really wanted to encourage you today. It is time that we keep the main thing, the main thing. I, I say all the time, get fit. God first, go second. But y'all, that's real to me. I need the Lord to stay married. I need the Lord to raise my children, homeschool them. I need the Lord to know how to handle his money. Y'all keep the main thing as we're going into this political, it is, it's just a mess, but don't get distracted every day. Ask Holy Spirit to show you how to be an influencer for the kingdom of God right where you are. That, so that someone can know about our Savior, Jesus Christ, so that we will not be sitting right here. I remember my pastor used to, I think she used to sing a song or she used to talk. I, I can't remember how it used to go. But anyway, she used to say that there's going to be so many people that say you knew me, but yet you never mentioned Jesus to me. Don't let that be said. Let's keep the main thing, the main thing. So I pray something I said encourage you. God bless.